0: Hello, and welcome to the What We've Watched podcast. This is episode 57. My name is Chris. This is Anna. And This week, we're talking about Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs>
1: So um nope. yeah bitch in Little china so this is uh another um go round in our sort of um uh occasional 30 year anniversary oh right yeah uh yeah. review episodes um and uh it's definitely it, <laughs> I forgot why we watched this I mean although it's well a you you yet. it was on your list that you hadn't seen in a while you yeah. said right yeah so
0: and then yeah and then we we were talking about it and yeah, I was yeah.
1: like Whoa. I'm always up for it. Yeah, and then
0: we were talking about movies that were uh, celebrating like 20 or 30 year anniversaries this year, and this was on the list. Yeah, but...
1: actually, funny enough, it uh, came out like just like a couple of weeks before Aliens. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is definitely one of those like bona fide like cult classics. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's highly, it's very highly regarded now, and it's like very popular classic cult classic. Um, it's like 84 on on Rotten Tomatoes mm-hmm. now. Uh, the retrospective reviews are really good. Um, but it bombed when it came out. Oh, did it? Big t- oh, big time. Uh, <coughs> they actually talk about it quite a bit on the commentary uh, on the DVD because um, it's uh, with John Carpenter. And oh, I, I should say, I guess, before we go any further. So, yeah, so uh, this is, it was released uh, July 2nd, 1986. Um, yeah, it was 16 days before Aliens. and uh written by gary goldman and david z weinstein um with adaptation by wd richter i'll explain that in a moment um and directed by john carpenter so what happened with the writing credits is that the script that was written by the original writers gary goldman and david weinstein um was actually a um like a western oh uh and it was the character the main character was uh like a cowboy riding into town um, and then his like, horse gets stolen or something, and then he gets caught up in all this like Chinese like, mysticism stuff. Oh, okay. And apparently, by all accounts, aside from Goldman and Weinstein's, uh, the script was horrible. Oh, like, okay. completely unusable. But there was a kernel of a decent idea there. So they bought, the studio bought the script, and then W.D. Richter um, was the writer that was brought in to rewrite it and basically, like, make it, modernize it. And, because they just thought that, having it be, like, a Western and the sort of Chinese mysticism, Kung Fu stuff was just, like, sort of too much for, like, to ask an audience to kind of get into. So they figured, like, like have a modern setting and then kind of get into, the, like, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the Kung Fu stuff, and that would be, like, more palpable. But also, apparently, the script was just really bad.
0: Oh, yeah, so,
1: Somehow setting-wise, though, like, the Western town with, like,
0: yeah. the, you know, probably because Chinese railroad workers yeah. and all that, like, with the chinese system, that also seems less ridiculous in a way well then I mean, the, movie well, like that the they logic actually of ended it up. works right because yeah, yeah. i
1: mean if it's san francisco i mean the movie takes place in san, san francisco, francisco yeah. which obviously is like famous for its chinatown and you know at the turn of the century kind of time which is when it was supposed to take place mm. it would have made sense i mean like like logically it works for that world they just felt that it would work better for an audience if they sort of understood, like, okay, it's now, but then there's this other aspect. Um, but also, like I say, apparently the script was just terrible. Mm. Uh, so they brought in W. D. Richter, who was sort of like known as uh, like a really good like script doctor at the time. You know, I guess he would have been like in the '80s, he'd be like what you know, Joss Whedon was in the '90s, yeah. kind of like he's just, you know they brought him in to punch stuff come up, come in and, come like, in and fix basically fix and... up. And he had actually um, also uh, done a little directing, and he actually directed um, uh, the Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai, oh. which is like a big cult classic. Also, also a big cult, big cult classic, classic yeah. in and of itself. So he was actually a filmmaker as well as, as a script doctor. So he was brought in and basically completely rewrote it and wrote basically at what, as we know it. But the writer's skill and if it's infinite wisdom as usual. Um, was like no, you have to protect the original writers, and so they would only credit uh, Goldman and Weinstein, even though they really had nothing to do. Yeah, with the final. It's like one of those like thing.
0: original writers of what? Yeah, nothing they wrote is. Yeah, yeah pretty yeah, much. Yeah.
1: So, you know, whatever. That's yeah. that's a whole. You could do. I mean, you could do an entire podcast just yeah. about.
0: Like, I mean, I mean, honestly, the fault on that is the studio because when they bought the script, mm-hmm. they, you know, bought the script get.
1: Well, uh, really... get the
0: guy who uh, did the rewrite. Uh, yeah. Uh, w. D. Richter. W. D. Richter.
1: Or Rick Richter. Read this. Yeah. Bury the old script. Yeah.
0: Write us a script. Well, the problem is, <laughs> is that
1: you can't really do that because there's still. Uh... Are there enough elements in the new script that the original person would? Yeah, like if, if you're basing it on, and, and then rework. he has to prove it. If you're basing it on a work, right, yeah. then it's like... But is it? <laughs> well, it is. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's taking the basic. But, like, h-
0: hardly an original idea anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. basically,
1: <laughs> what happened was, so, the Writers Guild said, okay, they have yeah. to be credited as the writers. So, they gave W.D. Director this adaptation credit mm-hmm. because of the idea of being, like, he adapted, well, he adapted it from the original version to the yeah, new yeah, version. Yeah, yeah. But, realistically, he should have been the credited writer because, mm-hmm. you know, there's um there's actually a really funny story where apparently uh goldman who was particularly um gary goldman was particularly sort of like steadfastly trying to like you know go after like protecting and stuff like that and he thought you know all this stuff like he's he was going to be on set and be able to like, have all this like creative input and all this kind of stuff and the studio just didn't want anything to do with it yeah uh they just wanted the basic idea and be done with it and so he apparently actually called richter and was like oh uh you should turn down this job so that it'll fall back oh, to okay. me and i'll get to continue on and and richter was just like look that's not going to happen <laughs> if, if i turn it down they're just going to find somebody else exactly yeah, i'm yeah. not going to turn around a good job you know uh you know yeah. because, because they're not going to go with you no matter what yeah right so it's one of those funny little tidbits of yeah
0: that's anyways
1: um yeah so that's how it ended up and then carpenter john carpenter when he came on board as director he also had his own input into the script and stuff like that because he's actually he was a really big uh fan of like martial arts movies and Mm -hmm. like the like chinese like kung fu movies and stuff like that so um he really knows the stuff with that genre uh like on the commentary is is with him and kurt russell and um he's the commentary was done around kind of like the late '90s, I think, and he's he's talking years after. The yeah, track, and yeah. he's just he's talking about uh, like Crouching tire Hidden Dragon, and just he's just like, oh, it's amazing, like this new thing you guys see it, blah blah. blah. Or like you know, I don't know, maybe Kurt had seen it or something, but he's just like really digging it because he just likes that, that genre, and that's why he did this because he always wanted to do something in that. Um, so yeah, so basically. Um, it's uh, about uh, so Kurt Russell's character, is the main character, sort of, and yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll get into that. Yeah, a yeah, bit. yeah. <laughs> so Jack Burton is his character, yeah. who's like a truck driver mm-hmm. in, in the long in the haul, long haul yep. truck driver, and, and pretty much like he, the whole sort of joke <laughs> is that he's he's like he has like this sort of um, typical kind of like american sort of action hero like sort of bravado and kind of like macho Mm -hmm. sort of thing but he's like actually completely clueless oh yeah yeah yeah. and oh it's way out of his element him like
0: a lot of the characters in this are it's just cliche like he's literally the cliche but but they subvert
1: it by the fact that that he's actually the the, sort of the joke of it because because they're like the the other character the other sort of main character is uh the is uh wang chi wang chi uh, yes. who's like his friend who's like a this chinese American guy who like runs a restaurant or owns a restaurant mm-hmm. and uh he's uh played by dennis dunn and um who, like i'm sure people have seen like they, mm-hmm. they'd know his face at least and um the whole kind of joke was that normally the sort of like macho leading man like america you know white american dude would be like the hero and then there'd be like the ethnic sidekick and like they're saying like they're that they're sort of with this movie is like the, the 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 sidekick is actually really the hero because yeah. he's the one who actually knows what's going on is actually capable oh yeah you know and and can actually do something and then like the the hero is actually more kind of the yeah. sidekick because he's mm-hmm. really sort of bumbling well, and, and way out of his element but the but the, the twist is that He's really the sidekick, but he doesn't know that. He no, thinks he's, he's, the he's the hero. The hero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, he's,
0: I mean, Coruscant
1: spends an entire
0: fight unconscious at one point. Yeah. And, like no- knocks himself knocks out at right the beginning of the yeah, fight. Yeah. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, or there's yeah.
1: the other fight where he loses his knife. He loses, he a whole knife running he misses, around. Misses the, misses the entire fight. fight. Comes yeah. back like all ready to and, go and, and, it's, and it's all it's over. It's all over. Yeah. Cause Wang, she's like, finish it. it, it up. Uh, there's stuff like that all the way through. Um, yeah so basically um there's this girl from china that when she is like been like his love of his life but you know he finally has like the money to like get her over and stuff Mm -hmm. um and she gets kidnapped by like these sort of like you know chinese gangster kind of group Mm -hmm. and um they end up involved with like you know, and then it just goes into like all this crazy like yeah. demons it, and Chinese mysticism. Yeah. Well, they, they on, she's got green eyes, which is yeah. very rare, and that's that's you know, very important to the plot. And yeah. Kung fu, and it's just mm-hmm. it's all crazy, and yeah, that's pretty much
0: yeah. It, big trouble it, all the trouble uh, in it, it had been a number of years since I've seen this. Yeah. I honestly do not remember the last time I'd seen it, and yeah. uh, I
1: probably watch it like at least every year. Oh, really? Wow. Probably, yeah.
0: Um, I. It, it was funny because I actually, like, going into it, like, didn't remember a lot. Like, I remember a few things here and there. Yeah. And, and, but then as I watched it, it was like, the, like, so much of the, because of the, the dialogue in this is, is really good. Yeah. Um, I was like, oh, I remember this scene because here's where they say, you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah, this line well, or blah, was, blah, it, blah, They were
1: inspired line. Um, for, like, the way that the dialogue and stuff is done. They are inspired by, like, the Howard Hawks films yeah. to have that really, like that bantery fast-paced flowy you know kind of um kind of back and forth dialogue um that's sort of what their inspiration was that's what they based it off of so um yeah i mean it, it i feel like it's the kind of thing where like it's the kind of movie that really appeals to me and when i'm looking at it i can totally see like oh yeah this was never going to be anything more than a cult yeah. classic. Like, yeah. it, it's it's nice that it's not really like it's not really an underrated cult film no, because I don't think so. it, because now it's, really, it's widely recognized because it's very yeah. well known now. It mm-hmm. has
0: very good. I mean, I feel like to say it's widely known now. I feel like it's been widely known, like well known, no, no, no. for like yeah, yeah. a long time. Absolutely, you know? like, longer than it's not. You know? Yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Well, because I mean, with video, yeah. By the mid '90s, it's a point, movie. That, but my, yeah. my point is, is like some some films that are col- considered like cult classics still have a relatively small following, yeah, yeah. and aren't necessarily universally mm-hmm. kind of recognized as classics. And this kind of is. It's not really like in that sense an underrated one. It was only sort of underrated when it first came out. Um, and they talk a lot about that on the commentary, actually, um, Kurt Russell and John Carpenter, and how basically like a lot of the problem was uh just really poor marketing when it was released how like because they would talk to people and even like people they knew would be like like you know didn't you just like ma- make like a new film like not that long ago and they'd be like yeah it's coming out you know in like like a week or whatever and they're like like w- w- like where when like i keep i haven't seen anything for like, it i haven't I, seen any advertising like no the this, this, this studio
0: kind of like dumped yeah, it apparently like way, the yeah.
1: marketing like budget was like super low on it and, like uh, they basically just didn't spend anything um and the ads they did do were just like really crappy ads that gave mm. no indication of like what it might be um say <laughs> in
0: in uh, conversely to the movie we saw last week which was mud yeah which that movie made super cheaply despite yeah. like the quite amazing cast yeah. that movie was like four million dollars yeah they spent six million dollars advertising that movie that yeah. movie the budget for that movie which ended is up actually, being 10 million dollars which is not uncommon that the, the the advertising budget exceeds for,
1: for a very low low budget, budget because like that. I
0: mean really six million dollars if you think about it like not compared that, to say not like not really that much because yeah. you they're know, like probably like like an Avengers movie which has
1: yeah but probably pro- they, they spend probably two hundred fifty million on it and then like probably another two hundred fifty million on the, on the on the advertising that's why like usually but proportionally big, usually yeah. those big movies yeah. that's why like usually those big movies have to make at least double their budget budget and, and, cover and themselves. then after that is it's when they start to become successful. profitable yeah um, uh, yeah but yeah. And and that's and the, this movie. Had, and that's this was like this was like a two million dollar movie with like
0: zero million dollars. And in that's budget. the
1: problem is because this was actually like twenty plus million. Oh wow! So For that that time in nineteen eighty six exactly like it. So the problem is is that it was quite pricey. Mm-hmm. It only made like I think just over eleven. So it was definitely Ouch. a pretty big bomb, and uh, um. That's harsh. That's... Yeah. And, I mean, it's one of those things where, I mean, they made use of that budget, um, but mm-hmm. it was just not the type of... They made the movie they wanted to make, and they didn't yeah. worry about sort of... Yeah, there we go, yeah. Budget was $20 million, box office was eleven point yeah. one. Oh, my they, they God. They made the movie they wanted to make, and yeah. they didn't really worry about... Because, I mean, for example, you know, having the almost entirely Asian cast, you know, mostly Chinese-American actors which um you know uh is like um i mean it's really cool mm-hmm. because they gave a lot of you know they're all, people are always saying like oh there's not enough good roles and stuff for for you know asian actors and stuff like that and, yeah and i mean they 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 had all the great you know all the great ones in there pretty much you know james hong being like the main sort of villain and then you know they had, um, Oh, what's his name? Uh, the older one there um, uh, that played Egg Shen. Victor Wong. Victor Wong, yeah. yeah like he's yep. he's great. He's classic, you know. And there's just like right down to, you know, the extras and the stunt guys and everything, yeah. right? It was like Kerr Russell's like pretty much the only white dude in that movie. Um, yeah, And uh, which is like... Awesome. Well, I mean,
0: there's only, like, two white, white people in the movie, Kurt Russell and, yeah. and well, there's uh, also Kim the, Cattrall. There's
1: the reporter. Oh, well. Kim Cattrall, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, which is slightly uh, smaller role. Kate play. Burton. Yeah, yeah, which is slightly slightly smaller role, yeah, yeah. but yeah. Um, which is really cool, but obviously, you know, a general audience kind of wants to see, like, mm. big stars and stuff like that. And even Kurt Russell was not really that big a star at the time. Mm. Um, he'd made a lot of um, unsuccessful movies around that period. And uh, he wasn't on, like, a big – it wasn't kind of until after that that he yeah. kind of – he really rose back to prominence. Um. So, yeah. Um. But, yeah, it's just, it's just really crazy. I mean, it's – I don't really want to go into too much, like, about what is actually <sighs> in the movie because it kind of sp- – spoils the experience of yeah it. like it's, it's one of those things where you really kind of it's very quirky it, it, and it's very I, I feel
0: like it's one of those movies where it's like you've either seen it yeah and or you like know of it at least yeah or you, you you've heard yeah you go, well, well yeah you've seen it and you, you like i don't know anybody who's like oh i saw big trouble in china i don't like it like
1: yeah it, it, it seems it, like if it's not going to be your kind of thing you just don't you never would have seen it yeah yeah and then
0: there's like people who know of it who haven't who just haven't seen it for whatever reason. Yeah. And then and then there's like people just never heard of it. Like, it's... uh, But like, as you... Tr- like, anybody who hasn't heard of it who then sees it will like it. Anybody, you know... It, one it's, of the things
1: that they joke about... It's on, very easy to like this movie. One of the things they talk about on the commentary is that, you know, because both Russell and, and, and Carpenter are big fans of it. You know, they're really satisfied with, mm-hmm. you know, with the work that they did on it and stuff. And it, it turned out yeah. well in that. And even though it wasn't successful... It's like, well, they made the movie they want to make. Like I said yeah. before, right? Like there, they didn't compromise to. Well, there was one little compromise. The studio insisted that they add the scene at the beginning, that the little framing scene with oh, the, with with the Ed, lawyer, with, yeah, Ed, yeah. with the lawyer and Ed Chen, where, yeah. where he, where he basically like clearly states that Jack Burton like is a hero and that yeah. he, he like helped to save them all, because the studio was like really skittish about the fact that like people are going to think like this guy's an idiot yeah, and, exactly. and, and people are just going to like be really turned off by the yeah. fact that he's well because
0: that smash cuts to him on the CB yeah, driving yeah, his truck yeah. like sounding just like a buffoon exactly yeah. right yeah. which is
1: the character but yeah. um but they so the studio insisted on putting that little thing on the beginning mm. um so that was the only sort of compromise they did but I mean they didn't, it's it was you know a one minute scene I mean they weren't yeah, really too yeah. concerned about it but
0: it it that's as compromises go, for some reason, because, because that scene, one. that scene also sets up like the the the, the magic, the magic, you yeah. uh, the, uh the sort of the framing of that scene yeah. reminds me just for some reason, as soon as I saw it, because I actually forgotten that's how the movie had started. Yeah, uh, it reminds me of the framing of a Christmas Carol, where they say. There's one thing you have to remember. Oh, yeah. The Marleys yeah. are dead to begin yeah. with. Otherwise, you know, yeah. that is one thing you must nothing, remember. Otherwise, nothing else will be. And yeah. this has that same framing. Like, yeah. magic is real. Jim Jim Burton. Uh, uh, Jack Burton is yeah. the hero. Yeah. Otherwise, none of this will seem yeah. like actually, amazing. That's, that's a weird <laughs>
1: but act <laughs> yeah. comparison. Mm-hmm. I will say that actually thinking about it in those terms, in a way, it does kind of spoil a bit, like, the fact that. When the reveal of, like, supernatural elements happens later, it's less kind of cool because you've already seen the magic bit. It, the I beginning. guess, yeah.
0: It, it does all depend. The supernatural elements of this yeah. are completely given away in the trail, Like, the original trailers. Like...
1: Yeah. yeah like, uh, well, they clearly show... Mean,
0: well, they clearly show, like, the three,
1: yeah, like, Storm Lords. or yeah, The three Storms. The storms. Which, by but, the way, because there's this rain, lightning, thunder. Yeah. And uh, the lightning character... Was like uh, basically the inspiration for like Raiden, Raiden. from the Mortal yeah. Kombat series, because yeah. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much the exact <laughs> thing. With, like, the, who would be the who would be played by a blind Frenchman yeah. in the in the Mortal Kombat movie? Yeah, but it's like you know he's got the hat, the big yeah. straw hat, yeah. and like lightning powers and stuff. It's mm. it's pretty much Raiden, you know. Yeah. But yeah, there's the three storms. Um, that actually, uh, funny enough, this time watching it in prep for the the this podcast. Yeah. Was my first time in a couple of the last couple of times watching it that I've watched it just on regular, like standard F D V D. So last time I've last couple of times I've seen it, I've seen it on other people's oh, um, Blu rays like of the new the new like Blu rays mm-hmm. which are like amazing. Like all those all those animation effects, like all the rotoscope animation effects, like the lightning and the like green energy. They, they look stuff, real nice. Oh, it looks so good. Yeah, that, I,
0: that, that's how I saw it. Oh, I that's saw, how it you on saw it. I saw okay, it. Yeah. you saw high def. Yeah, I saw like a high def version. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, cool. And because I mean, I mean, they are still clearly rotoscoped effects. Well, of course, but, but that's how it was done like, at like the time. But the touch-up work the on them,
1: the yeah, like they really just, makes them look oh, a lot yeah. better. Because on the DVD, they do the, not look that good. The funny thing is, is like because
0: the rotoscoped effects look so good. It makes some of the stunt work, which is oh, where you can like see wires and stuff. Oh, where you can see wires yeah. or like guys hitting each other, c- clearly missing each other by miles. But you know what? Or like, like to be fair, like, though, so, so, like like so, like sword fighting that is clearly like like super slow. But like, to, but to be fair,
1: <laughs> you know, those are all kind of things that you would see in like old kung fu movies and stuff. Exactly. exactly. So I feel like some of that might and, have been just to fit the thing. The, like the genre. All of it.
0: All of it fits like. Mm-hmm. you know in a way you you especially sort of at the beginning there is sort of this feel that like a lot of what you're seeing is for like the main character's benefit like it's it's almost like you're being i mean you are like the, being like like the theatrics yeah bit. the theatrics yeah. and i was gonna say it's like you're being told a story mm-hmm. secondhand yeah absolutely and i mean technically you are because no, no.
1: it is eggs character well, telling a lawyer I love, I love the i love the bit <laughs> when jack is like it's like you know because everything, all the things, everything's just crazy, and yeah. he doesn't know anything about like the Chinese like culture yeah. and Chinatown and and all the mysticism and stuff. And he's like, there's that part where he's just like, I feel like an outsider. And then Kim, Kim Cattrall, Kim oh yeah, stopped. yeah, yeah. Kim, she, you are, an, Kim outsider. Out, like, <laughs> you are an outsider. Kim like, you are an outsider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah, he's like,
0: when they go back to her, yeah. her place after they rescue the reporter, yeah, yeah, they yeah. find out about the yeah. reporter and everything. There's yeah.
1: actually. Um, uh, a couple of years back, I found um, on, like, Line, I think like it's on, like, YouTube or something, mm-hmm. someone made, like, a super cut thing of, of Big Trouble, where it's just all of the bits of Jack Burton, of, of Kurt Russell's character, yeah. just being confused <laughs> and, and oh, bewildered be about awesome. what's going on, and is literally just all the stuff from throughout the movie of him just being like what 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 is going on what what is this what is going on yeah, yeah, yeah. someone tell me what's going on and then and then my favorite is the when they uh, find that little um you know the like floating head oh thing, the, the eyeball looks thing. the eyeball thing and there's the bit where he's just like what is that what? he's like come on what is that oh don't tell me <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah. It, it is. It's like this. Like
0: one part, like incredulous. Yeah. And like one part, like I'm kind of sick of like this yeah, nonsense. Yeah, like, yeah. like yeah. let's get. Can we get down to earth there, a little there's here? So many great
1: little moments like that, that when they like the potion. Oh yeah. when yeah. They drink the potion when they're going into the to like for the final battle. Yeah. And there's the thing about like oh I uh, I feel it, great guys. Yeah. It, yeah Well, well, because he, he, he's like so egg. He's like uh, so you know what do you got there? That's like a uh, magic potion. Yeah. And he's like yep. It's like so uh you, we drink it right yeah nope. yeah that's what i thought so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. they all drink it and they get on the elevator just just like so how do you feel I Feel good yeah I feel kind of invincible yeah. you know? and and uh and uh when Wang, Wang, she's just like yeah i have like a really good attitude about this <laughs> yeah i feel positive <laughs> yeah yeah
0: <laughs> it's hilarious you know, it's really it, and then no, i mean that's it's it is one part like that kind of yeah. like like that that's love like, like that sort of humor of, yeah, of yeah. that stuff and the so much of this and I don't know if it is like I think maybe like a little bit before but then sort of post this movie coming out and this is the kind of movie that is like perfect for that where it like under undersold like in the theater mm-hmm. like kind of like publicly wasn't super aware for it but actually I feel it influenced a lot of movies that came oh, after for like. Sure. You watch this movie and you're like, it's full of cliches and like, um, like those those standards that you see in all like these style of movies. And like, oh, it was kind of it did all those mm-hmm. maybe not necessarily first, but it did them in a way that yeah. was very Hollywood in a way. And then yeah,
1: and then also and also tropes. It was
0: it was very trope heavy and, and then, having yeah.
1: it all sort of together. Like, yeah, yeah, basically yeah. like all in one movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely agree with that. Actually, uh, what I was trying to say before, I got I got kind of oh, sidetracked. Yeah. But on the commentary, Kurt Russell and, and, and uh, John Carpenter, um, they talk about how, like, you know, it's often a thing, like, because they were really happy with it and how it turned out. And, yeah. you know, they were really satisfied. And it's often a thing, like, when they, like, meet people or when they talk to people and they'll be like, oh, did you, like, big trouble with Little, Ch- big trouble with little China? Because they'll know, like, from a person's response, like, okay, like, I, I know they have a st- – a good sense of humor, humor yeah yeah you know because yeah. it's like if they liked it it's like okay they have a good sense of humor so i know like i can sort of talk to them you know and be friends you know yeah, with yeah, them yeah. and it's like you know if they didn't like it it's kind of like okay well i know that they just sort of didn't really get it you know because mm-hmm. because it is a particular sort of uh type of sense of humor well
0: is it that very like and it's what, not to say that
1: you have you don't have a sense of humor no. if you don't appreciate it it's just a different you know you just don't have that kind of you, you have, have to sense like you have
0: to like movies where they're going to throw things in from left field like yeah. consistently well, and 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 you have
1: to you have to take it as face value well like, and also people i've noticed that, that something that happens a lot of times is that people take anything that's not a straight up comedy mm-hmm. and even in some cases things that are straight up comedies a lot of people just take them too seriously in the mm. sense that they're always like concerned about like everything has to be like placed perfectly yeah, and yeah. everything is like, oh, you know, like it's everything has to be just so. Mm-hmm. And it's like, sometimes things don't have to be just so. Like sometimes just, it's just throw some stuff in there and just sometimes things just get crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, um, you know, I, I always find it weird when, Things that are clearly intended to be funny mm. and not intended to be taken seriously, and people take them too seriously, and they're like, "Oh, I didn't like that because of this, this, and this." And you're like, "Okay, you realize that it was intentionally yeah, like yeah, that yeah, because yeah. they were joking, right?" Mm-hmm. And it's like they don't get it because yeah. it's a certain type. It's a it's, of, it's a, a certain sense. The movie's of humor.
0: making a joke about itself.
1: Yeah, and, and yeah. yeah, and people just think like, "Oh, it's stupid" or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like that often. I mean, it, to be fair, off like not often, but
0: sometimes that 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 style of uh of the the movie sort of making fun of itself Mm -hmm. uh doesn't work no like it's poorly executed because if the movie itself
1: isn't well done right then then you run into a problem with that Mm -hmm. Um, Uh,
0: the usually where you see it is um where the movie will call attention to a trope that's like a bad trope mm -hmm. like They'll be like, oh, this dumb thing that nobody likes in movies, or or it's kind of like, it's like one of those, like, that's a, like a no-no, an unforgivable kind of thing to do in movies. They'll call attention to it. Yeah. But then they go ahead and do it anyway. And you still have to sort of sit through it. And you're like, no, you call attention to it, and then you don't do it. Because if we have to sit through it anyway, that's just as bad as if you had
1: done it in the first place. Like, you know... Well, yeah, another funny thing, actually, that I forgot to mention—they talked about this on the commentary as well. It's—it's mm. it's been talked about all over the place—is that um, the production on this was actually rushed because um, the at the same time the Eddie Murphy movie, The Golden Child, was being made. Oh yeah. which is also delving yeah. into like uh, yeah. using like Chinese like mis- Oh, so mis- they wanted this mis- out in the theater first. They, they yeah, they wanted to get out first because they knew Jeez. that like they were probably just gonna get you know either either just like. Missed in mm. the, in the confusion of two similar movies being out at the same time, or that they just kind of get crushed by it because it, did matter. Cause it Eddie didn't cause matter because it, yeah, it turned out it didn't matter. Yeah, it turned out didn't matter. But of course, at that time, like Eddie Murphy was humongous. A huge star because that was right after Little's yeah. Cop, yeah, um, and and Forty Eight Hours. So I mean, like he was huge at the time. Sure that
0: so, i have not saying another movie that I haven't seen so the time, so they but...
1: probably were just like oh we got to get it out first mm. um because he'll he'll probably that'll probably bury us. Um, and it's funny because uh, John Carpenter actually has a, a comment where he was saying um, that, uh, yeah, where he was like uh, in an interview, he was like, "How many adventure pictures dealing with Chinese mysticism have been released by a major studio in the past twenty years? For two of them to come along at the exact same time is more than mere coincidence." Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't, you, know, you don't really. Yeah. See so that they, awesome. they 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 rushed it. They went into production on October of eighty five and had it out by July eighty six, um, in order to beat Golden Child by five months because Golden Child didn't come out till like Christmas. Release. Oh, yeah! So they really rushed it. Um, but I mean, they had the money, so yeah. you know that wasn't and it, certainly lack of budget was not the issue, <laughs> other than lack of advertising budget.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I was just looking, and it, it seems uh seems about five million dollars were spent on advertising budget. Yeah. Which, even, Which even in 1986 standards, well, for a $20 million, $20 million, movie, million yeah. movie, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, and apparently uh, the, the effects budget was uh, about $2 million. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Which, I mean, back then. I mean, the effects weren't bad. They were yeah. well done, yeah. but they had to really make yeah. do well, with uh, very little. That's the
0: interesting thing. I mean, for, I mean, again, that that's sort of the $20 million makes, it, like, like this, the, well, you get the, this is like, the
1: same company that did the effects for Ghostbusters right around the cool. same time so uh
0: the or the it was interesting how how super duper and this led to a very interesting feeling for the whole film like just visually how the sets all have a very super duper backlot feel to them like oh, yeah. when they're in the alleyways and everything yeah. it's so deliberately they d- like this is not a real place like yeah you you, it, it you works, know you know just be on the edge of that building oh, yeah. it's just there's nothing You're I mean, it works you know. really well it, yeah. like it fits it the gives, movie. but it, well because it's consistent yeah it's not
1: you know yeah
0: uh because because all the real places are done the, like this the like location
1: the location scenes almost kind of stick out too yeah, much, much. Yeah, because yeah. you get so used to seeing the sets the set, yeah uh, that that the location scenes almost kind of seem no. like wrong which is good, yeah because you're used it's to good, like 90% of the movie you're used to it looking at yeah, like the set Yeah, they set
0: you up with these like all the like like when he's when he's in the Chinatown making his delivery yeah. and then when then the, that first fight with between the guys in the alleyway it's also very much a backlot yeah. but then they go from there they're like fantastical places but of course are very obviously like not yeah. you're know, like again studio but like, built but occasionally and throughout it, so the if,
1: film there's like the occasional like, like location, location shot yeah, and yeah. it's like doesn't really look right yeah, yeah. because you're so used to
0: the sets it, at that point it, it almost the location stuff from the backlot stuff almost does a um that like film the video look like from back then when you were like, like I'm on film, you know, like, <laughs> like you know, when they well, when they do, like yeah. you know, from you know how it used to look when they shot inside and then yeah. they go and shoot outside and you'd have that difference. Like, yeah. it almost
1: has like well, not I mean, quite, it has a different quality. to it, but, it, but yeah, it's yeah. not like literal. No, like no, no, different no. quality. No, no. I mean, it's still the film is consistent. Looking. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's. But what I, I mean. know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just has in terms of how they pop it just has back. a different feel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, they talk a lot on the commentary about the about the sets and stuff. How like those sets, like, remained, like, for years and years and years after, and were used on all oh, kinds well, of other super, stuff. Oh, well, they're super like brilliantly put together you know? generic if, sets. You can use them for anything. There was like uh, the the that like alleyway set or whatever was mm-hmm. like used in like a like a really famous like Janet Jackson video or oh, something wow, just yeah. afterwards and stuff like that.
0: I, I mean, they almost had the feel like it wouldn't have surprised me if if like I mean it, they were built for this movie. Yeah. but it wouldn't surprise me if they were actually built for another movie and they used them in this movie. Yeah, right? no, they like, were they built were for so the, They were built for the movie, yeah.
1: but like they yeah. were really good sets to have mm-hmm. for
0: various things on. Yeah. Backline, yeah. And then you combine like that with like all the like real like the floating eyeball thing.
1: Yeah,
0: that actually looked really good. I mean, yeah. it, was all, it was all muppeteering, yeah. puppeteering. It was really difficult to do. Uh, like, it and was it a looked lot good. Of work, but it looked and, really. And good. I mean, even the the um the green screening on it mm-hmm. like was quite well done. Yeah. And I, it
1: was like wow, especially for, for the eighties, yeah. which is notorious for for some real you know, like, dodgy mad, dodgy, mad yeah, yeah.
0: yeah uh definitely care was not always taken
1: oh for well for example uh there's um i think it's the scene uh when after they go to the airport and all the everything goes goes down with like the the,
0: the... speaking of one of the real life locations that looks too real yeah yeah it looks like
1: like oh yeah that's just like an actual airport and it looks out of place with the rest of the movie um but yeah like (laughs) when everything goes down with like the girls being kidnapped by the gangsters (laughs) and all that stuff um and they have like where they're like uh you know um cha- make, like making chase in his truck oh, yeah, yeah yeah and like uh, apparently like um they did that stuff like um like process like like blue screen outside you okay, know, as yeah. they're driving you know the fake driving along and stuff like that and like it looks fine yeah or maybe yeah. It, it might not be that scene but it's like one of the chase scenes where yeah. they're like driving a truck and, like, it looks fine, fine. Yeah. when you're used to normally those scenes being really obvious and bad. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, those kinds of effects are actually quite well done. Um, mm-hmm. Which, and those are notoriously dodgy even in, like, other, like, really good 80s movies. Like, yeah. oftentimes you'll be like, oh, it's a great movie, but wow, there's some, like, dodgy, that is like, dodgy, like, that is, like, and
0: distinctly stuff. one of those things that even actually persisted well into the 90s of the two people having a conversation in the car. Yeah. And, like super dodgy, and it's like distracting because it's like because so you, you're looking out there, you see past about the yeah. rear window, and it's just bull, bull out yeah. the rear window. Like that does it doesn't even make sense sometimes like, <laughs> when you're seeing out yeah. the rear window. You're yeah. like, wait, the road turned behind them, but his hands didn't move. You know, <laughs> yeah. like I mean, it's generally n- you know.
1: the newer well, movies are not usually so
0: bad. No, right? no, no, but I think and I think it was one of those things where like the 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 methodology and how they did that didn't change from like black and white films, yeah. And black and white films, when it's a, it looks
1: fine often because um, just I mean, because it still kind of looks fake, but it doesn't look. Oh, it as, doesn't.
0: For some reason, like black, stand and white, out black and white as much. Black and white blue screen on black and right. white doesn't look as
1: bad as True. as as yep. color blue. It's you a know. lot harder to do. Once yeah. put, mostly yeah. just because once you throw color into the mix, mm-hmm. uh, and you get those like the blue. You oh, know, they get the that hazy haze, blue, haze. like yeah, fringing yeah, yeah. and stuff yeah, from yeah, blue yeah, screen shots yeah. that are you know.
0: Um, and and well, or, or, or often when like this, when you got like lower budget stuff, you have like the characters are clearly video and the footage you're using in the background is clearly film, yeah. and you're just like, <laughs> well, I, don't, I don't know what your rear window I is. If, I
1: don't know if I've ever seen it, that
0: looks like that it's just, but, it's yeah. just like it's maybe like, on television, Yeah, yeah. I think it's probably more TV yeah. where it's like. Why is it blurry out the back window of your car? <laughs> you <Yeah. know>? <laughs> well, <laughs> but but again, because like, the focal oh yeah point exactly. Is different. Yeah, yeah. But anyways, that's yeah. yeah. getting into. But a is point that? Then that one of those like. yeah, but, yeah, like, but they actually made an effort. Kind of stuff looks yeah. Really good yeah. In yeah. This.
1: Um, yeah, the effects, even mm-hmm. though they didn't have a lot of money uh, the the, the only stuff, I really think good. dodgy.
0: Oh, uh, makeup. Or what I was going to say. I was talking yeah. about because the makeup was the other thing, uh, especially because they did so much on. Well, makeup uh, is one. James of the... James Hong character. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, really. they really made him look old that and makeup stuff. Was brutal.
1: Yeah, but the thing about makeup is that, like, even the best makeup mm-hmm. that was when they were did it in the pre-sort of. uh when HD was like oh, yeah, very yeah. heavily, it shows up a little. It's yeah. really hard because HD is not kind nope. to makeup because nope. it was never really designed, for that. designed yeah. for that. because they knew that people would see it like once in the theater mm-hmm. and then maybe see it on video cassette. You know, especially like for an '80s movie, yeah. they would have known like, oh, yeah. they'll, people see it, will see it on VHS. Yeah. Well, the, the concept you can't of, see any when, when all bad this when all this was stuff.
0: produced. I mean, when all this was produced up until like the '90s. The concept of watching HD in your home
1: oh even was was well beyond the nineties well wasn't it wasn't
0: yeah. it didn't exist so nobody thought yeah, of it probably not till, and, not till the two thousand but like so. in the in the Blu-ray like the bits where when he's old and then he's got like the lighting underneath his skin and stuff like that like yeah. they made that they made that look really good and I yeah. was like oh, I was really impressed yeah it's cool uh the one thing that really stands out is like and I feel the it's I mean it's obviously one hundred percent deliberate mm-hmm. and it, like in a, like a cheeky way. Is the weird monster thing. The weird like monster troll. That yeah, grabs yeah, Kim yeah. Catrell, and, and then like shows up. Like. It's like just the weirdest. Kind of like, like. Like. Why does it look like that? Like. Yeah. No, I mean, versus like
1: they had to, they had to look like something. Right? No, but just, I mean in terms of like they, had to design they it. did
0: it like the, the the head is clearly static, yeah. Like the mouth doesn't oh, move, yeah, 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 yeah. and like it's it's a kind of a like a well done bad costume, yeah. And you're like, uh, and
1: then, but this falls right into the movie making a little bit fun of itself. Well, yeah, you that know. and also like I said, the effects while the budget was big overall, the the budget the, all went into like. You know the physical effects, physical and, effects, and the shooting and the and the sets and stuff. Mm. The, for for the special effects, there wasn't really that much. Like you said, it was like two million bucks. There, there wasn't and, that much. So at the time, I'm possibly sure it fell into that, that issue category. It was. It's just interesting just where they could like could only do they so much. they did
0: a they did a uh, they did the, and they and they they felt fine having yeah. that in there I'll and but f- it works totally. It totally, but that's the thing. It yeah. amazingly works because you. It's it's it becomes goofy and then the movie almost well the movie clearly recognizes, like even recognizes that it's a bit goofy yeah and then, ah, it's fine yeah, yeah run with it yeah, we're good you know Absolutely. and that is like what makes this movie so enjoyable yeah. and it falls into a category of like i said
1: it's that, like you you can't be one of those people who's just like like so serious oh yeah exactly like, you have to just go with it and be like Oh, okay. I see what they're doing here. Yeah, they're just this having fun with it. style,
0: and and not even this extremist style, but this style of comedic action film is really something that I, I like. I enjoy. Yeah, and we just don't get anymore. No, well, it, uh, not much. I no. mean, and, and, they try. And, and I mean, but... we haven't. Yeah, we, we. I mean, you get it rarely, and it's been. I mean. Has there been a good one done in like the two thousand, like since two thousand? Like really, um, it's, it's really a product of the eighties and nineties. I mean,
1: it's not. I mean, you nothing maybe of this kind of level of like quirkiness and stuff. But I mean stuff like maybe the um, like the twenty one Jump Street movies. I guess those those like, do because they're good. Like they're yeah. funny and yeah, they but also yeah, 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 and they're they're actually quite decent. Mm-hmm. Like surprisingly so. Like I I wouldn't normally advocate something like that but it actually turned out surprisingly good yeah um that would be kind of the closest thing i guess but uh, even that isn't the same i guess uh, actually
0: a a, a good example uh actually another good example would be the the simon pegg films like hot fuzz and all that yeah like those fall into that like very well like deliberately well done action film but also like, yeah. There's a level of
1: humor there that you that is like yeah. verging on like it's almost a comedy, yeah. You know, but the kind of like sort of quirkiness and kind of like odd, like you said mm-hmm. before, that like left fieldness, um, definitely is, seems to be a rare thing. Yeah, but that's because it's really hard to get right, you know. And then you sometimes you can have like what happened with this, where you they got Man. it right, but yeah, it still yeah. flopped, you know, in a mainstream on a mainstream thing. Tropic Thunder. <laughs> that's that's probably you know, um, but. Again, and I, I, I almost feel like someday we're going to have to do an episode of no, 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 Trump, Trump Thunder, better, yeah. But at the same time, I feel like meh, it may not be a good idea because it'll just be like an hour of me just gushing. <laughs> Gosh, <yeah. laughs> uh, uh,
0: I, I think the, the, one, the sort of thing that sets this movie a bit apart from a lot is in a lot of the, like uh, the sort of like the more modern stuff um, or more recent stuff, I guess is, it's not. It's a modern 1960s. Yeah. It's <laughs> still a modern film. Yeah.
1: Um is it depends on how old you are uh
0: where the movie is comedy mm-hmm. but the characters are serious yeah where nobody in the movie actually cracks a joke yeah versus say like uh, I guess for like, like, like 21, I haven't seen you jump You're right like, in the sense The characters that are, they are deliberately they saying a, a com- funny They exist thing, in a comedy. A comedy. They're well, being, yeah, in, they're being know. comedic. Yeah. And this is, I'll agree with that. These, these people sure. are saying serious things. That is things the major difference. That are funny in context. Yeah. Because, it, and it's only funny because of the absurdity of the movie. Yeah. Okay. And I, yeah, I'll, I'll give you know, that. And it's, and it's definitely a thing, well, like you were saying about the quirkiness, uh, and I, I guess I feel like there's sort of like two categories like this movie is absurd modern movies like this are quirky yeah. and and I don't know at some point we maybe it was a generation like people stop like I, I think of this movie a lot more like Monty Python-esque yeah in terms of like like some parts of it are weird for no reason yeah like why is it like that? Because did did you enjoy it? Well, then mission accomplished.
1: Yeah. Versus, well, I think sorry. like you
0: said about like people taking things too seriously. Mm-hmm. I
1: feel maybe we take our yeah, it's like everything. It's like everything has to be like have a reason, reason. to yeah, be there, exactly. and yeah. it's like some logic behind yeah. it, yeah. even if it's silly logic. Logic it has yeah. to have some logic behind yeah. it, and it's like no, yeah. no, it does. Like I said earlier, you it's like it, is it funny? Does it work? It, like like yeah. just throw it in there. It doesn't you, have you to don't have have, any like I said meaning. earlier.
0: You don't have so much of that like right out of left field like, and then like it'll come in do something silly, the characters will act as if it's n- like, quote unquote, like kind of normal. normal.
1: Yeah. And then, That's and then it's That's one of the gone. things I love about this oh, is that everybody's just takes, well, you know. all the Chinese characters, oh, yeah, all yeah. the Chinese American characters, like they just take all of this oh, yeah, for this granted. Of, just, like, yeah. of course, yeah, this is totally well, normal. And even all this do, like magic and, and demons. Even when they don't and they like, like,
0: oh, you know, we heard stories, yeah. but I guess they were true. Yeah. Shoulder shrug. You yeah. Know? Like <laughs> they take everything in stride
1: and then, yeah. and you're yeah. just left going like, what yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're like jack burton going what yeah, yeah. there's no
0: amusement at all like yeah, it just yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, awesome
1: yeah, yeah it uh it's, it's like it's i love the i love movies and like stories where there's kind of like um like the, like hidden reality mm-hmm. stories yeah yeah where there's that thin veneer of like here's the world as we understand it mm-hmm. but what's actually going on just under the surface is all this crazy stuff mm-hmm. That, like, and there are people that know about it. And there it. are people that know about it, but, like, the general public doesn't. But it's, like, here's this whole subculture mm-hmm. that knows all about it. And, like, they just they've just never talked about it with Outsiders because it's just one of those things. It just doesn't come up. Yeah. It's, like, you know, it, like, if you ask them, like, oh, are, are, like, demons and, like, you know, magic and sorcery and all this stuff uh, real things? And they'd be, like, absolutely. Yeah. But – that, that conversation just doesn't happen. No, no, it never comes up. So they never volunteer that information until such time as you get involved in, in that, you know, which is what happens with the Jack Burton character. He gets involved in all this stuff and then it's like, okay, now you have to tell him about it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But
1: it's like, if it didn't, if it never came up, they would just never mention it. You know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love that kind of like hidden, like hidden reality stuff. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, it, it, uh, there's another movie that does that too, um, and it's it's like it's got werewolves and zombies in it. Uh, Dog, something, something. Dog had the guy who played Superman in. It.
1: Oh, that uh, yeah, Dylan Dog, Dylan De- D- Dead and
0: Night. Dylan yeah. Dog, Dead and Night does yeah. that exactly. Like hidden, and then everybody in that like just accepts it as face value. Yeah, and in and all the associates of the character are yeah. just like, what what's going on? Yeah. You know, it's but, but, like but the um, movie treats it as like. Like no, what, what, uh, of course. What do you mean? Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah.
1: It's almost a little bit like, uh, like in the sh- the TV show Lucifer, where like oh, he's yeah. always completely upfront, and honest about like who and what he is. It's, yeah. it's just that like nobody ever really like yeah. There's, like, okay, him. There's sure, just, like sure, sure weirdo. It's just, like oh yeah, he's just like some weird like nightclub owner that calls yeah. himself Lucifer, Lucifer. Yeah, and it's like, but he never like lies about who he is. Oh. He always just says it, but just like nobody ever just like takes yeah. him seriously. It's, it, it,
0: people do that almost like. They're like, I don't think I quite heard what you said. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm just going to just assume, gonna pretend you Yeah, said I'm just going to assume else. that there's nothing going on. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, and this movie, it, I mean, no, no, this has that. This yeah, this is, this is absolutely,
1: yeah, no, absolutely, yeah. So uh, I, I really like that kind of like that that sort of hidden layer of reality kind of stuff where everything is just kind of crazy under mm-hmm. the surface. Um, that's I'm a real fan of that. So I think that that goes a long way towards uh, my appreciation of this mm-hmm. film. Also um this was during carpenter's like classic period i mean in the 80s he had just this unbelievable run of amazing stuff all the way through the 80s like you know the like escape from new york the thing starman you know um this i think he did a movie uh every year of the 80s except 85 and 89 Jeez. So out of the, the decade, he made eight, eight movies, movies in, in that ten decade. Years. And they were like all good. Jeez. Some of them like more classic than yeah, others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're all good. And they're all different. Right? Because they're all like mm-hmm. ranging from straight up horror to stuff like this yeah. to stuff like Starman, which is like yeah. sort of drama gigantic yeah, yeah. sci-fi drama. Uh you know, and pretty much he was just doing all that stuff. Just to basically be like, yeah, I can do all that. Stuff. All that, yeah. Like yeah. he just did it just none because, of it's, none of it's just difficult. To, yeah. to do different things. Like mm-hmm. just because he didn't want to be just a guy, you know, a horror director or like yeah. just somebody who just did the same thing all the time. Didn't want to get. He just always wanted to do to different uh, things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because they joke on the. Um, I, I think we're winding down here. Yeah. But uh, they joke on another good joke on the commentary is they're. Well, it's not really a joke, but mm-hmm. they're they're talking about it because yeah, the first time that. Because Carpenter and Kurt Russell worked together five or six times. Like, mm-hmm. they did a lot of stuff together. And the first time they worked together was um, on a uh, TV movie from 1979 about Elvis. It mm. was just called Elvis. And it was about – is like a TV movie about uh, – like a bio about, like, the early Elvis, the young Elvis. And Kurt Russell played Elvis and John Carpenter directed it. Uh, and they actually – that's where they met. hmm because Kurt Russell had already been hired from that for that to to, to star in that prior to Carpenter being hired as director, so Carp- so so Carpenter had nothing to do with casting Russell in that. He came onto it after. I think I've um, seen that movie, um, but that's actually. how they met, and that led to all their other collaborations and their friendship. Um, and uh, he mentioned Carpenter mentions on the commentary that the way he's like. He goes to Kurt Russell. He's just like, uh, um, "So did you ever hear like why they hired me to do that movie?" And and Kurt was just like, "No, no." And he's just like, "Those." So it's like they they noticed that uh, I did the the scores oh, for yeah. all of my own films, right? Like the music scores. Cause Carpenter's a musician, obviously, and he did the scores for most of his movies, as a lot of people know, a lot of film buffs know that. And uh, so he's saying like, you know, they heard I did you know the scores for my own films, so they figured, well, he knows about music.
0: Oh, so, so they... We'll hire
1: him to direct the, the movie about Elvis. And he's like... That's, and, a, that's, and a, so that's an interesting correlation. Exactly, exactly. Because exactly. <laughs> there's like not any, necessarily any correlation there. Because he might have known nothing about you know, Elvis, know. right? Or, or even hated that kind of music. Yeah. I mean, as, to, as it turns out, he didn't. But, I mean... It, it could have gone. I mean,
0: that follows the line of like, "Oh, you like listening to music? Yeah. Here's a
1: violin." Yeah, like it could have gone whoa, horribly whoa, 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 wrong. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> it could have gone horribly wrong, and so that's yeah. they kind of have a good laugh about that because mm. they're just that's like, like, "Wow!" They're just like, "Wow, that could have been a disaster." <laughs>
0: yeah. Jeez. I think that's funny. I was like, yeah. "I
1: was like, what a great reason to just like, hell yeah, just hire him because he, he, he must oh. know music because he does the music for his movies." <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, definitely, uh, I. I mean, this falls. I mean, as most movies that we see do, uh, falls well into the like. If you have not seen this movie, we haven't sort of spoiled it too much. Yeah. Watch it. It's really good. It's good for a laugh. It's short. It's like ninety minutes, so it's not like a big giant movie. Yeah, it's
1: really it's well really... like crafted in terms of like being lean and mean and oh yeah yeah. And it's like not it, having any oh, fat.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, and I think there's it probably really moves, there's a moves whole along in a good there's a whole generation of young people I think that would really enjoy this film like if you were born after 2000 yeah. you probably haven't seen this film Seek It yeah. Out
1: especially you because know. because like you know even if you think that some of it's kind of like cheesy or silly or like kitschy yeah because you're like oh it's like the 80s and it's like there's a lot of cheesy it's, stuff it's like, the good part the, of the like, 80s like, like the theme like the, they actually made like a theme song yeah. it's like a really cheesy like 80s movie theme song but that's on purpose Don't, I mean
0: i kind of missed it but the music in this movie is also really great yeah it's it's
1: all straight yeah.
0: like very it's, it's, 80s
1: synthy so really, just some of yeah. Carpenter's best yeah. stuff and uh yeah like um the thing is is that you know a lot of people younger people seeing it might think like oh it's kind of cheesy and kitschy mm. blah, blah blah. but it's like that's fine you get it yeah yeah like that's not <laughs> yes by yes mistake, it is <laughs> it's not because it's just because it's 80s mm-hmm. it's that's what they were going for mm-hmm. so if you see it that way you're not missing it no no yeah it's yeah. not like a lot of times with some 80s movies where it can't it doesn't like stuff really, doesn't translate it doesn't translate well yeah. into like the modern so like looking at it now you just think like oh that's really kind of corny and blah mm-hmm. blah and, and and it's like two 80s mm-hmm. that it doesn't work anymore yeah. But like this is not one of those kind of movies because like if you see it as kind of like like oh this is sort of weird and like, you know, kitchen stuff like that, it's like that's that's <laughs> yeah. the Message way it was received. made to be. Yeah. Like yeah. you're not missing anything. Mm-hmm. So I think that um I think it yeah, definitely. I agree. It would be enjoyable even for a younger yeah, viewer now. Yeah. Um, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a, big, uh,
1: I'm a big big fan. Oh yeah.
0: Uh this is uh I have not, like I said, I haven't seen this movie in a while, but I used to see it a lot. I remember seeing a lot younger because it used to be on TV all the time.
1: Yeah, it's true. Uh,
0: I'm pretty sure the first time I saw it, it was on TV, and it was just like it was just coming on, and I think I remember my parents had already seen it, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Oh, you're gonna like this. Yeah, yeah. this is this is you know like 12 year old me or 10 year old me yeah. was bl- and yeah, sure enough, I, I did. It was yeah. you know, um, but yeah, yeah, no, uh, big trouble. Th- big, big trouble. trouble little china. china uh big thumbs up uh yeah. lots of faces you'll recognize in this that are people who still you know kurt russell yeah james yeah. hong yeah i mean uh, james
1: hong is still around uh yeah uh, he's still in stuff all the time he's he's in his late 80s. I mean, he's
0: played the same character he's in his
1: late 80s now yeah. um uh victor wong unfortunately yeah passed away about 15 yeah. years ago but yeah. he was he was old when this movie yeah he was well into middle age 30 yeah. years ago yeah. so yeah uh yeah maybe
0: not so much uh, kim Control anymore but... uh
1: yeah well obviously yeah. kim cattrall's kim cattrall's around yeah yeah uh, very well known but yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah actually there was a lot of um concern about uh about casting her in this because she was known for like you know some of that the that really raunchy stuff like porkies and stuff yeah, yeah at the time and and there was concern of like oh that's not really the kind of film this thing is, that we're yeah. going for here and there was concern that that it, it's funny because like seeing her in
0: this film you thing. never know that like no they because, did none of that in no, this because film. she's yeah. a
1: professional and she yeah. can do more than one type of role yeah but you know that's the type concern thing, that there was yeah yeah too potentially of type, strong type typecasting casting of, yeah. of that type of thing yeah so
0: so yeah, definitely uh, two thumbs up. Yeah, uh, way, way up. great, great film. And uh, yeah,
1: so uh, so that's uh, that's this week. Yeah, um, we're probably we're back to something newer next week, maybe. Yep. So yep probably something new next we week. We for... like to go back and forth. If possible, yep. So and at fifty-eight and fifty-nine uh, before our top five at sixty. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, you talked about whether we want to do the next um, franchise one before the top five or after the top five. Yeah. I I, I
0: mean, I'm, I'm not go- really
1: sure. I think. Yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, we've got. We, we might got, have time to be ready we got, we, for it. We definitely have. To, we got because we've got next week and the week after. I'm mm. I'm good either way. Yeah. Um, because we were, yeah, we're, we could
1: do like something more recent next week, week and then we the do the franchise, franchise for 59 after that. Yeah, that sounds good. I feel like we probably have time for that.
0: Yeah, uh, it gives me it gives me a couple of weeks to uh yeah. to catch up on some of them.
1: Change that up if, if need be. Yeah,
0: haven't yeah. seen in a while. Um, yeah. but uh, yeah, uh, all right, so. Until next week. Yeah, thanks for uh, listening. Yeah, and uh, we'll we'll see you. We'll see you for episode fifty-eight. My name is Chris. Zim. Cheers. Bye bye.